All right, a little late, but better late than never. Another episode at Deals Today Podcast, and this is a marketing tip by yours, Shirley Paul at realestateaudios.com. And today I want to talk about the winning attitude because the reason why I'm late here uh, is actually because uh, the interview I did that was supposed to come out today, it bonked. I, did, I interviewed uh, Brian Elwood of 12 Houses to Financial Freedom. Um, and it was supposed to go today, but the the recording took a dump on me and it was unsalvageable. Um, the whole point of that is, hey, shit happens, <laughs> things happen, things fail, um, but you got to have a backup plan. And that's a no brainer. That's obviously, it's not a mind blowing tip here. Okay. You hear that every day, but it reminds me of what's called the winning attitude. And I'm reading, reading a book here by Benjamin Suarez called seven steps to freedom. Um, it's a thick te- textbook and nobody ever recommends it. I never heard anybody recommend this book. You don't hear this in the circles among real estate investors because it's not really a real estate investing book. The book is actually more of a textbook on how to start a mail order business. I'm, I'm not starting a mail order business, but there are things in there that are applicable to any business. And the one thing, the very first chapter, he talks about having a winning attitude. And if you look at a lot of successful people and in, back in the day, like uh, Muhammad Ali, for instance, Muhammad Ali was asked, uh, were you ever afraid of failing? When he, when he first started, his answer was never crossed my mind, never even thought about it. And it blew my mind. I was like, how did he never thought about failing or losing a match or getting knocked out? How did he never think about that? But I, I, I realized after reading the whole chapter that Benjamin wrote out, um, I realized that um, I am getting the definition of, of failing all mixed up here. Of course, he thought about getting knocked out, about getting, about being beaten. But failing to him was, the definition was quitting, of stopping his, his pursuit of that goal of his, winning the title. His goal is winning the title, becoming the greatest boxer ever. Well, there's going to be obstacles on the way. There's going to be times where things don't work. And the important part is failing for him is just is stopping. That's what failing is, is stopping and just letting go of that dream. Um, so the winning attitude, you know, this, uh, this is, I mean, you hear, I mean, this is, I guess, another podcast about, you know, the mindset and, and which is important. I think, I think it's extremely important because if you don't have it right in your head, you're going to have a hard time getting it, getting it right in your business and having a successful business of being on your own. That is a mindset that completely, that, that troubles me, that blows my mind. That is very hard to think about is being on your own. If, you, if you've been in the safety net of a, of a job for a very long time, for the last 20 years, even 10 years, to think about being on your own, it's a, it's a kind of a revolutionary way of thinking. So uh, the, the winning attitude, having the right mindset is, is extremely important. And, um, you know, it reminds me of the attitude I am seeing, I am discovering as I'm going through this, this info publishing business, publishing business, putting out a podcast, I'm talking with people on my email list. I'm seeing a very stark, very starch difference, stark difference, stark, starch. I don't know, I get these words mixed up. But I'm seeing a very distinct difference between somebody who has an, an investor mindset versus somebody who's very risk averse. 
meaning he's afraid to take risk. Now, now aren't those two the same things? Shouldn't, shouldn't investors be risk averse? And yes, they should be to an extent, but I'm not talking about that here. Here, to, to uh, clarify this, let me bring up what just happened um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, so I, I have a friend of mine who runs an ad agency, and I've been working with him. I've been referring clients to him. I've been working with him, consulting with real estate investing clients, running their ad agencies. And this is something that is that might come later down the road to, as a service I provide. I might provide um, ad agency type of service using his agency. But anyway, we had a, a call together about Facebook ads. I invited over somebody on my list who um, is having trouble with his Facebook ads. So I invited him over because this could be a potential client for my for my buddy Gabe. Um, and his, his service, he does provide management of Facebook ads. It's a very cheap service out there. I mean, it's a very, it's, it's managing Facebook ads isn't a very um, uh, difficult or complex service. It's very cheap and easy and lots of people do it. But I was on a call with him, invited over um, a friend of mine or was on my email list because he wanted to boost the effect of his Facebook ads. He was having trouble with his Facebook ads. His Facebook ads were getting flagged. Um, they were not being posted up. So he hired a VA, international VA, um, which is that in of itself um, is another problem. I'll, I'll, I'll be talking about VAs and outsourcing on another audio on the next podcast, I believe. But he was having trouble, hired a VA. The VA couldn't figure it out. So I invited him over to, 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 to my buddy's call. Basically, it was a sales call to get him over to his marketing agency. Not a big deal. He deals with these sales calls all the time to inform the, the potential client, let him to kind of give him a little rundown or strategy of his existing campaign. So at the end of it, uh, when, when my, the, the person on my list was no longer on the call, me and my buddy Gabe were talking after, and he said uh, he's not a good fit. And you know, I asked, well, you know, what do you mean by that? He's not a good fit because he's too risk averse. He's always thinking about costs. He's always thinking about whether or not this is worth it. And we're talking about four hundred, five hundred dollar a month uh, management service. And the outcome of that could be ads that are actually producing five to twenty thousand dollar deals for you. So, and, and he's and when I thought about it, he's completely he's completely right. The person was was very averse to risk, very afraid to put forth money, very going back and forth, you know, trying to save a quarter but stepping over a hundred dollar bill, if that makes any sense. And a lot of people are like that. A lot of people are trying to save all these costs, not realizing they're stepping over potential potential profit. Stepping over the hundred dollar to say to pick up the penny, for instance. So Facebook ads, for one, Facebook ads. If if it if it's done well, it could produce for you an extra deal every other month or every month, depending on your volume of you doing it. Well, that deal can produce for you five to twenty thousand dollars of profit, and the management fees of an agency running the ad anywhere from five hundred to a thousand dollars per month. Well. Now you look if you if you have an investor mindset, now that is an investment. That is a actual ROI that you can see. 
can physically see that ROI. It's no longer cost anymore. So when you come into the game, now you, you now realize you, you think about costs. You, you think about, I'm sorry, you think about ROI. You, you put out $500, it's going to output to you $5,000. That is an incredible ROI. Real estate investing, marketing, it's one, it's, it's the, the same, uh, the same side of the, the coin, uh, different, same, same coin, different side of the coin. We're talking about the same exact thing, ROI. That's the bottom line of business, real estate, marketing, whatever business you're in, whatever, forget, forget the thing that you're selling. It's all about the ROI. What are you putting in and what is the output? So that's what it comes down to. So be an investor minded person, investor, investor minded um, buyer, investor-minded business person, even info products, right? I mean, what I'm about to say is going to sound biased because I sell information products, but that in of itself is, is an investment. All my, all my information products, and I, I put my money where my mouth is, I buy a lot of books, I buy a lot of information products, I see them all as investments. They may not put out right away, maybe some will, maybe some won't, depends on how I implement it. But in the long run, if I keep going back to those, and I do, I, I believe me, I keep going back to all my info products. I go back to them, reread them, re-listen to them, and I learn new things every single time and apply them as well. The important thing is to apply them. It's in, they're investments as well. A $500 product can produce for you, you know, thousands of dollars. You know, it depends, you know, depends on the quality of it. But, but anyway, be investor-minded. Don't be risk-averse. Okay, I'm, I'm not saying just go hog wild here and... Never think about risk. Um, people, real estate can be a huge risk if you're not mindful of it. But what I'm saying, when it comes down to, you know, hiring a VA, hiring an ad agency, um, buying an info product, a good info product, uh, these things you you have to have an investor mindset as well, not just risk averse. Always trying to avoid the the avoid spending the quarter but avoiding hundred dollars that are right in front of you so hope that made sense on the next one i'm going to talk about vas versus outsourcing since i brought it up in this one uh, if you're not on my email list where i talk about these type of things on a daily basis and I'll, and i and have new offers every single month go to realestateaudios.com